my people, before we get this podcast started, I just wanted to say quick thoughts and prayers to the people uh, affected by that huge earthquake in Turkey. Um, yeah, my thoughts are with you. My wife's thoughts are with you. Um, yeah, things like that. I don't even, yeah, yeah, words can't even express. So I just wanted to yeah, quick thoughts and prayers to that before we get this podcast started, y'all. See y'all in a few. I'm a strange guy. Really? Yeah, I worry. I mean, little things bother me. I'm a worrier. Mac Mania. We will never take us alive. Gotta think about the drama inside. It's the Mac sound of my angelic voice is sultry it's angelic you know what i'm saying as i start getting a little bit of a cold you know what i mean there's this little pocket of space before i start sneezing and coughing up my entire body there's a little pocket there's a little window where i start sounding extra sexy you see what i'm saying it's a sexy window oh gosh now shut up listen it's a sexy window <laughs> Everybody, welcome to the Kick Rocks podcast. Right now, I'm in that sexy window. So let me get through the podcast while I'm sounding sexy on the microphone. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. goodness. Shut up. It's me, <laughs> Evan T. Mack. It's my hating-ass wife, yes. Heidi, Heidi Mack. What's, yeah, up? Yeah. what's going on? What's, say, say, say what's up to the people with your hating ass. <laughs> hello, hello. We are back. We are back. you damn right. We Ooh. back. And I'm sounding sexy. Oh, my gosh. Trying to be like Phoebe <laughs> with a with a sexy voice when she gets sick. Um, yeah, listen, yeah. listen, 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 listen. Welcome back to the Kick Rocks podcast. Fresh off my excursion, my expedition <laughs> to Los Angeles. Always a good time. Always a fun time visiting people. Saying hello, I just I shake hands and I kiss babies. That's what I do when I pull up. It's Shout out to all home. my beautiful friends that always take care of me and my wife. Well, I'm telling you, what my, my wallet barely has to crack open. It is um I'm very fortunate, very lucky, very blessed to have people that take care of me when I go to Los Angeles. It is a beautiful thing because that place is not cheap. No, but yeah, no, it is not. Yep. So it is Black History Month, my people. So in order of Black History Month, and before I alienate all my beautiful white listeners, listen. <laughs> I have something I want to say in honor of Black History Month. Oh, I'm not going to go down some rabbit hole. I'm not going to beat you in the head with a whole bunch of historical facts. But this is Black related. <laughs> As Evan Mack, your humble narrator, your faithful podcaster, is going through Baltimore, be more charm city, always an interesting place. One of my favorite airports on the low, low gets me to and fro. You know what I mean? Going through the baggage check, going through the, the gate, 
going through all these things, and then we you get to that part where you're in the gate and you have the, the, the obligatory part that we all hate that gives us all anxiety where we're putting up, we're taking off our shoes, we're taking off a shirt, we're taking off everything, we're stripping butt naked to walk through that security check to make sure we ain't crazy, passing all the checks. I promise we have nothing. We have nothing. I promise. So this, so this. It's not usually a big deal. This early in the morning, I'm ready to get to Los Angeles. You know, and I'm ready to come back and things like that. This ain't a big deal. This, this, this would usually not be a big deal. We all know it's very routine. Know your boy didn't get accosted. Know your boy didn't get pulled to the side. Know your boy didn't get interrogated. Nothing like that. I listen. I'm on. I'm on the good side. I'm American. <laughs> we listen. <I'm> <laughs> listen, listen, no, listen, listen, listen. Y'all know. Y'all know when y'all cut me open, I bleed red, white, and blue, and a couple stars drop out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> So I'm I'm going through, and all of a sudden this brother starts telling me to yo yo. He's, he's like yo, man, uh, you, you got to put your clothes in here, you know, and you got to put your shoes here, and you got to put your uh, everything out of your pockets, yo. And, da, 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 da. and I'm over here like, yeah, this is a smooth looking brother, and I'm 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 doing what he's asking me to do. But for some reason, something made me glance up and look his way, and I look up, and God is my witness, people that are listening. It's some like older Asian dude sounding black as hell. <laughs> From B more. <laughs> Do you can you have any idea what was going through my mind right now when I was processing? <laughs> I'm talking about listen, TSA agent. If y'all go to B more, is he older? This dude talks blacker than me. Through the United, the United uh, area. Go to go fly United. Seek out this older Asian man. He talks very chocolatey. He sounds very cool. <laughs> he was swagging on him. He's like, yo, you know what you got to do? You know, you got to do it like this. You know, I can't sound like I'm for B more, but this dude, I was like, yo, I didn't like, but it's Baltimore. I go, what the hell you trying to explain it? Nothing. I, I, I'm like, maybe that's where he, you know, he grew up around the brothers. That is the, <laughs> there ain't no maybe. <laughs> hey, yo, and he's an OG though. He's got so much chocolatey flavor. <laughs> This and I'm not. This is why you can't judge a book by its cover. This is why you can't profile. Because if you see that man, you line that man up and stood him here, and this was like name that black voice or whatever you want to call it, and he was sitting there quiet, like why is he in the game show? And he talked, yo, he'd be like, hey, yo, what you, yo, yo, good morning. What you got to do? You know, you say you got to put the, you got to put the thing in, uh, in in the basket. You got you got any change in your pockets, brother? I was like, no, brother, <laughs> I do not. And then we were on the way back this morning. We were blessed. To hear his magical voice again. How dare I get blessed like this? I said, the Lord, I don't deserve this. He was sitting I right don't at deserve the exit. This. Right at the exit where where you can't you can't go, you know, when you go past, that's it. That's the point of you no know the, return. You know the exit where you can't go to the point of no return? He was there getting swagging. And guess who his counterpart was? Another brother. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Asian man with flavor. And the thing is, a lot of he got he had flavor, but he had like my flavor. <laughs> Shout out to the TSA agent in the United uh, at, at BWI. <laughs> Lord have mercy on my beautiful soul. But anyways, Lord have mercy. Um, but yes, uh, that's what Evan wanted to talk about for Black History yep. Month. <laughs> Open the sequence. Blow my mind. Been thinking about it for a week and a half. Yeah, uh, he is. Yeah, we we even told all our friends about it. <laughs> Dude, you be swagging on him, man. Yo, you go to United, pull up on him. You'll hear him. 
<laughs> so on the next the next topic um it's coming up it's coming up this weekend super bowl who you got winning who you got winning yeah well i had i had the eagles and i had the chiefs i did um in the super bowl right around uh, let's say right when the playoffs started it's not like i predicted mm. I, I called it week one no 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 no. i'm not gonna even lie to y'all on the podcast you know what I'm yeah saying? no you had, uh, you had yeah when the playoffs started looking at looking at the, looking at the you know the matchups i was like it should be the eagles and the chiefs so it is the Eagles and the Chiefs. Therefore, I'm gonna make this brief. I'll make this brief. I got the Eagles winning. Um, I got the Eagles winning, win, winning by like a touchdown. Could be wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't see how they're going to stop young Mr. Hurts. So I heard it here first. Eagles win a Super Bowl. Jalen Hurts is your Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I come back next week in the podcast and I told you so. And then me, <laughs> then me and the Asian brother, brother. Oh my gosh. Pull up and get a drink together. Yeah. I'm going to see you about off on a drink. You know, he's going he to take me to the hood. I'm like, yo, chill, bro. I ain't trying to go there. Where you going? Where you from? Oh, no, 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 no. We're going to go, we gonna go, we gonna go to my hood. We're going to Mechanicsburg. But anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wrestling talk. Yeah, yes. Ra- wrestling, wrestling talk. Um, let's talk about, you know, uh, did you see the promo? Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes. When you think about it, what you think about it? Now, listen, pure majesty, pure theater. Um, truly, I can't emphasize enough how much I love Paul Heyman. Everybody that knows me should know that I love Paul Heyman and what he represents and how he's able to sell a story. Because what's going on right now, my people, is um, there's this there was this groundswell of Sami Zayn from and it's been it's been built organically. And it's been built through you, the fans, the people have built this organically through the through the through the bloodline and Roman Reigns and the, the tribal chief and Jay and Jimmy. And it's been built in solo and it's been built in such a way where it's very compelling, compelling to the point where a lot of people think that Sami Zayn should be at WrestleMania facing Roman Reigns and not getting short chains at Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber is such a great place because it's in Montreal and it's and the crowd is going to be the hottest it's ever been for Sami. So the venue makes sense but i understand what you guys are saying for the bigger picture perhaps it should be at wrestlemania because of how great the storyline is i will caution people to to pump the brakes on it because roman reigns is at the is at the forefront of this i know everyone thinks it's sammy but roman reigns is one that's driving this story so roman reigns is the reason why this story is as compelling no disrespect to sammy sammy is doing phenomenally but there's there seems to be a common denominator when everyone's compelled all of a sudden. It's Roro. It's Jojo. That that that's who it is, and that's what it is at the center of it, at the meat, at the crux of all this stuff. You know what I'm saying? But what but what with that being said, the reason why I bring up um the great Sami Zayn is to talk about why the Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes promo was so important because. In 12 minutes, in a 12-minute promo, Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman in just 12 minutes made you people realize why it's the main event at WrestleMania. And every single person that's been on the Twitter sphere and watching and talking and Snapchatting and face-tweeting, y'all know it, don't you? After that promo with the great Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes, you guys Instantly wanted to see that match between him and Roman Reigns. 
And that is the greatness of Paul Heyman. He's not undermining the Sami Zayn match at the Elimination Chamber. He's not undermining the elephant in the room. He's acknowledging the elephant in the room. Cody acknowledges the elephant in the room, saying this match will happen. However, the ultimate thing that's going down is Rhodes Reigns. Two, two of the greatest wrestling families in history collide at WrestleMania. And just for a brief moment when everyone thought that shouldn't be the match, Paul Heyman and Cody Rose hit you guys with some of the greatest television, not professional wrestling, the greatest television you will ever see. And that is why, my people, that is your main event at WrestleMania, night one, night two, hell, give it a third night. I don't care. It always has been that match. That match has always been solidified. I don't give a damn if he came in number one. I don't care if he came in number 30 at the Royal Rumble. It does not matter to me. It always should be Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes. It always should be Babyface versus Hill. It always should be Cody Rhodes who dethrones the tribal chief. No disrespect to Sami Zayn and that storyline that's been built over a few, a few months. And, and, and that's all I'll say about that. Uh, brilliant promo. I said, brilliant television. Br brilliant theater. Mixing real stories with, with things you have to do as a company to, to promote the show. Real storyline, real backstory, because the thing about the great Paul Heyman and the great Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes has been in the business his whole life. Paul Heyman has been in the business his whole life. So when you see that happen with real stories, and, and, we're, and we're lucky enough to see it play out on TV, it is... Um, it was a beautiful thing to watch, and um, I just hope everything goes the way it's supposed to go. Cody stays healthy, and we get that, that moment where he's in the middle of that ring, uh, main eventing WrestleMania, something that no one in his family has ever done, and we just get that moment. We all get to share that moment together, and um, and then maybe I'll give you my prediction who's going to win that bad boy uh, when the time is right. But anyways, I digress. Well, we've just been talking about the bloodline, you know, this whole, all these things that are going on for, it's going to be WrestleMania and all that stuff. They have the best manager of all time, that bloodline. You already know. I know what, well, I know what you're thinking. I know what animal you specifically think he is. Yeah, he's the goat. And make no mistake, I've been calling him that before anybody else called him that. Um, everyone says Paul Heyman's great, and Paul Heyman's this, and Paul Heyman's that, but no one said he's the greatest of all time. And we, we do throw around goat too often. Um, that I do believe that I do. Yeah, I do believe it. And they say, hell, sometimes I throw it around willy nilly, but not when I'm, when, listen, when I say someone is the greatest of all time at their respective position or respective stat, uh, part in life, like, but, uh, the station in life, uh, I, I mean it, take it to the bank. And, and Paul Heyman is that, is that person. You could call him an advocate. You could call him a manager. You can call him, I don't know, the guy that's there. You could call Paul Heyman, whatever you want to call him. But after you call him, whatever you want to call him, make sure you end it with the goat. The greatest of all time, the man that can sell water to a well. If you guys watch the movie Tommy Boy, he can sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. That is what Paul Heyman can do. He can make you believe. He can make you invest. Remember when he was cutting the promo on the Undertaker versus Brock Lesnar, a person that you never thought could lose. After Paul Heyman cut that promo, you had a thought that the Undertaker might lose, and he did. 
What you guys seen this past Monday is a master class in storytelling. What you seen on Monday is a master class in acting and a master class in a man that can bring realism in real life and push the narrative to a story whilst checking all the boxes for his bosses. Paul Heyman is the greatest wrestling mind in the business, to my personal opinion. And there's a lot of great wrestling minds out there. But I don't think there's none better than Paulie Dangerously. I don't think there's anybody better than Paul Heyman. Damn it, Paulie, you know how I feel about you, baby! See, I'm like, this is the perfect time where I'm like, I know it, it might be a silly idea and I don't care because I would have, I would have, I would have loved to seen it. And I, I think they should still do something like this, but it, it, like, so, you know, bloodline, they have all the, they have all the belts. They have all the belts. Paul Heyman don't have a belt. There should be a belt for like managers. Like, like, I don't know how they, I don't know how they would do it in the ring. I don't care. They like just, just talking. Like I know, you know, it would be a, a, a what do y'all think, y'all? I think there should be a belt for a manager. What y'all I think? Mean, like, what, I mean, some kind of accolade, imagine? like a golden microphone or something. What like, y'all want? Like, yeah, put like a WWE like symbol with the golden mics on it or something. That's not I don't bad. Know. Come on, imagine like the whole bloodline, then including Paul Heyman having a belt too. Like, I'm sorry, I think that that's not be, bad. It's I just think that, that would it's be the so mic cool of the, the belt of the mic, the the, the the talker. Yeah, like I don't know. Yeah, listen, Paulie, let's do Come it, on. baby. You need a you need a belt, bro. Like I don't know, I don't know how who would judge it. But they, they have to figure out something. That's not my, I just. Paul Heyman to get a belt, a belt at WrestleMania. <laughs> I just want Paul Heyman to have a belt. <laughs> he deserves a belt. Oh I my God. Exactly. I'm like, come on. That would have oh, been so cool to see every single one of them having a belt. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, you know, on, on, on good, great, great wrestlers, you know, moving on with, we got a uh, Twisted Metal series coming out and uh, with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe gonna be in that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I think I think it's interesting um, because I know there's a series, and I believe Anthony Mackie is the star of it. And, and I love when like my my wrestlers and my favorite professional wrestlers get into stuff that I, that's gonna be really cool. And I don't know if it's an episode. I don't know how long it's gonna be. I, I I'm pretty sure it's gonna be some cameo. So I'm probably getting excited for nothing. Mm -hmm. But to see the great Samoa Joe in um, a series of a video game that I grew up loving. And I know y'all, if anybody out there know Twisted Metal, y'all remember Twi Twisted Metal with like old Sweet Tooth. You know, you know I mean, that joint? Oh my gosh. So if no, you guys didn't know there's a Twisted Metal series coming out, if you didn't know that, well, you know that now. If you didn't know Anthony Mackie was in it, well, you know that now. And if you didn't know Samoa Joe's in it, well, you know that now, darn it. You know, and I'm just excited to see Samoa Joe get his acting chops going on. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time, daddy. No, I mean, apparently it looks like, according to Wrestling Zone, uh, he said he's going to play the dual role of Sweet Tooth um, as, as well as like Will Arnett with the voice what? as the character as well. So he's going to be in it. He is playing the dual role of Sweet Tooth. That's what it says. He plays Sweet Tooth. Yeah. So I think he's just going to be like the big, you know, the big guy as Sweet Tooth. Um, well, somebody else is doing the voice. Will Arnett will be voicing the character as well. But he's the body of Sweet Tooth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I was like, uh, no, no, no. It, ain't, it, can't, it can't be just one episode because he's Sweet Tooth. <laughs> Yo, shout out, yo, Russell, <laughs> shout out to y'all for dropping that um little nugget on your boy. Shout out to Reza Zone. Daddy gotta get credible credit. Dude, that's crazy. Sweet tooth. I was like, yeah, it's like, OMG. That's like the show. The part. Yeah. I was like, it's that part. <laughs> oh man, listen, I'm excited. Yo, listen, Samoa Joe. Uh listen, brother. First of all, <laughs> I'm a, dang, can I get in the show? Dang, can I be one of the brothers on the in the cut? 
<laughs> Damn, I would love, man, I'm so jealous. Man, I would love to be a part of Twisted Metal. Twisted Metal just, series coming at you hot. Even, even just being a, one of the other drivers in the car, just like that gets like killed in like one second. Yeah, give me that. Like, yeah, I'll be, the, I'll be the guy. Me and, uh, <laughs> me, me and the, me and, uh, the brother Asian from Baltimore in the car together. <laughs> <laughs> Call so. him the brother Asian. I just came up with that. Yeah. <laughs> Finally figured out something that sticks. The brother Asian. <laughs> brother Brother Asian, uh, swag. I'm like he's, swag. Good. he's like he's sneezing right now because like we're you know it's that thing we're like are you, oh yeah so, he's on my list. Somebody talking about my mom, brother OG like an OG too like fifty <laughs> yeah something like that all oh, kinds awesome. of black swag what the, <laughs> happy Black History Month <laughs> um so yes no so congrats to Sam uh, Samoa Joe that's that's real. pretty that's pretty awesome uh we can go you know. We can go back to the bloodline because you know it's always great to talk about the bloodline heavy show, y'all. Kick rocks, yeah, y'all. It, like, it is, it is. You know, it ain't it my is. fault. You know what I mean? Like acknowledge, you know, acknowledge the tribal chief. Damn it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Michael Cole, the bloodline is saying that the storyline is Emmy worthy in many ways, many ways. Um, from Michael Cole, we had great stories. We really did. Those of you who don't follow the product, I can tell you how much you're missing because this Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Bloodline, Sami Zayn storyline is probably the best television we've done in this company in a decade. It is Emmy worthy in many ways. So does professional wrestling, do they deserve Emmy recognition? So a lot of people, listen, when it comes to awards, I do believe, I do believe appropriate recognition is required for certain certain aspects, especially when you're doing television or drama, um, sports, whatever. I do believe awards matter for recognition, not just the nominations, not just the, the well wishes, but getting an award for the work you've done. So my people, I'm going to make a plea to the people of the Emmy board, whatever that board is, you see my hands right here, whatever that board, this is my plea. <laughs> These are your rules. I didn't make this up. These are your rules. Among the primetime Emmy Award rules, a show must originally air on American television during the eligibility period between June 1st and May 31st of any given year. So, does that fall in line to SmackDown a row? Uh, I would, uh, I would say so. Okay. In order to be considered a national primetime show, the program must air between 6 p.m. and 2 a.m. in at least 50% of the country. Heidi Mack. Is that SmackDown or Raw? Um, again, I um wait. Let me calculate. Huh. I think so. <laughs> okay, so based on the Emmy criteria, professional wrestling, especially WWE, falls in the category of Emmys. Now they give out awards for reality shows. They give mm -hmm. out awards for TV shows. They give out awards for all these kind of dramas. Yet professional wrestling does not get acknowledged as something that's that compelling enough to warrant Emmy recognition, and it passes the criteria. And TV shows will get like. 10 years in a row or some something like that. Like, come on. And it guys, WWE getting not a one, not, not a one. And I'll tell you right now, I'm always weird about the Emmys and certain award shows when it comes to television, because professional wrestling is not acknowledged. If you, if you acknowledge it, it's scripted television. If you acknowledge there's people down here that are performing it's performance arts, if you can acknowledge that, then uh -huh. you should be able to give Emmys. D damn it. Do they, don't they give like Emmys for like the Super Bowl halftime show or something? Don't they get <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, I think you're right. Oh, that's man, ridiculous. Man. 
That's Come on, man. We got to stop this. We got to stop this foolishness. That's one night. That is one so night. listen, y'all, do I believe, do I believe that professional wrestling deserve Emmy recognition? Yes. What would the category be? I don't know. Dopest shit ever? <laughs> I don't know. What did you make the case? I, I am just here to spout off the rules and my thoughts and opinions. Don't try to come to me like I'm supposed to come up with categories. They should be in a category. The bloodline, Sami Zayn, that has been compelling television. Like, Isn't I, that what it's about? I mean, especially because I just, I just, okay. So sorry, I some a, a thought came in my brain in fruition of what we're talking about. I was today's years old, where I just realized I'm like, oh my gosh, because I'm like, guys, this has been on, this has been on for a very, very long time, obviously. Um, so I was like, you know, soap operas get awards, and I'm like, they're on all the time, and I was like. Yep. Oh, that, but I was like, oh, it's not during the Emmys. And I was like, wait, wait. Oh, they, I forgot that the Emmys have the day, daytime. daytime awards. And I'm like, they've been giving those things too to them. And I'm like, left and right. What? No one talks about the daytime Emmys. And no, daytime everyone, Emmys have I it forgot all, the time. all about them. I forgot all about them. And I but, was but like, damn, but damn it, the, the like, professional wrestling falls under the criteria of prime, prime time. time Emmys, brother, brother. So, I mean, come on now. Like, if the bloodline ain't like a, Come on, if that ain't a story to get an Emmy, I don't know what is. Like honestly, I'm just so I'm I'm just what I'm trying to say in this long rant is I agree with Michael Cole. I agree with Michael Cole because of the television that's been put on. I agree with Michael Cole for everything that we've watched. I agree with Michael Cole because if I'm not mistaken, do the WWE not have writers? Isn't that uh, scripted? Isn't that what people do? That, that's that's another reason why. Even though the the, the great um, Roman Reigns and Paul him they have so much to do with this story like so much to do with it and the reason why it's so compelling they are still performing they are still performing in front of of, of a live audience weekly keeping you invested keeping you in the seats keeping you at these shows keeping you at these premium live events and I just think it's a disservice to the work they put in whether these professional wrestlers want to be at the Emmys or not. I can argue. They, they should be recognized and they should be acknowledged by that. Yeah, I could I could argue that that, you know, wrestling is more real than reality TV. And it and, is. And, and and has more viewers, has more. It has, does. Uh, I'm, Except I'm like, for like, uh, I think the batch, I think the batch was. Uh, I'm going to be, yeah, let me be yeah, careful here. Yeah, Randy Day's yeah, popping. Bachelor's but I mean, popping. Bachelorette's popping. But at one time, though, I'm saying, you know what I mean? Isn't oh, man, like, listen, when yeah. and I'm talking about, yeah. Isn't it like when like Raw, Raw is on, their like man, numbers are like one of the highest or something. Absolutely. Consistently yeah, for decades. That's, that's what I mean. Because we, we, yes, the Max, we watch 90 Day. But do we watch it live on broadcast? Hell no. No, no we do not. <laughs> And I think a lot of people are are like that. They watch. Girl, that put my business later. out there. I don't even know what kind of reality show. <laughs> put my business out in these streets. Don't worry about Maggie be watching ninety. Do you damn right I watch ninety day fiance. Hey, put a shout out to Usman Soja. I know we weren't on the show, but hey, hey, put the, put the Max on Pillow Talk. <laughs> yeah, I put put me up on Pillow Talk. I'm telling you, boring what, ass people y'all have on there. <laughs> I was like, you'll like our opinions because a lot of times we do not agree with. I don't know what's going on. It ain't my, it ain't my fault. It ain't my fault. I ain't find my wife in some some magazine somewhere and 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 and. and, and, uh... Sorry, I was horrible. I I'm first gen. My mother came from. It ain't my fault. It ain't ain't my fault. I ain't find my wife somewhere in in a developing (laughs) developing country and and grab her. Ain't my fault. Ain't my fault. We I I found her conventionally. My father did that. <laughs> so, don't be, don't be so mad. Don't yo, yo, stop me. bringing up your, yo, 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 stop bringing up your, stop, stop putting your father's business in the street. God rest his soul. Stop putting your father's business in the street. 
<laughs> hell wrong with you? Yo, this, yo, listen, don't be listening to this girl trying to put her daddy business in the street. Anyway, before before the internet, y'all, it was pen pal books. That's how my parents met. Will you stop telling pen on pals. your daddy? <laughs> well, hey, he's sweet doctor. And he, she was, he was like, come to America. And she was like, oh, my All God, right. girl. <laughs> listen, y'all, don't listen to this foolishness. It happened, but listen to this fool. He's trying to put his business in the streets. <laughs> That's why we can't be on 90 Day. I'm just letting people know. You better leave Mike Holderman alone. I'm a first gen. That's why. Damn shame. Sorry, Mike Holderman. He found me in good old Pennsylvania. So I can't be on 90 day. I ain't find my wife somewhere in a in a in a one ad. But come on, come on, come on. Pillow talk. Max, Max on Emmy for Emmy recognition for world wrestling entertainment. Hell, AEW. I don't care. CBW, TBS, CB, and guess all the law the letters. I feel like this podcast right now is like the episode on Family Guy when they're like trying to, they're trying, like they have that episode where they're trying to be like, hey, Emmys, hey. Oh, yeah, that's an amazing hey. episode, by the way. <laughs> that's what I feel like the right whole, now. Yeah, the whole like episode was like Emmy, Emmy, Emmy bait. <laughs> He's like, I did it for me. I did it for me. M E Emmy. Emmy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo. I'm the phone is on. Oh, but um, yeah, damn it. Michael Cole, I'm with you, baby boy. Yeah, we are. We are. We agree. We agree with Michael mm -hmm. Cole. Mm -hmm. They mm -hmm. definitely deserve an Emmy. Indeed. I'm like, I mean, it has nothing to do with it. I'm like, speaking of Emmys, it has nothing to do with that. She's just so great that I'm like, she gets, she needs to, she needs an Emmy. She needs an Oscar. I don't even care. But the rise of Oscar, I come on. I like, actually, I, on a serious note, uh, I don't know how to um, describe it or, or kind of put it, uh, quantify the, the rise of Oscar. Oscar has been one of my favorite wrestlers ever since she's um, touched ground. I, I didn't have the pleasure to watch her in, in New Japan. I, I didn't have the no. pleasure to watch her in the land of the rising sun. I didn't have that pleasure, but that's okay. I got, yeah. I have the pleasure now. I've been watching her in, in the, in the, in the, been watching her for a while ever since she came to NXT ever since they, they dubbed her the Empress of Tomorrow and seeing Oscar Woo! and what she's able to do in, in what what she does is she defies things that I that she defies conventional thought and that conventional thought is your champion or the person that's over has to speak uh, perfect English and has to be a certain um, American ish archetype in and what's so amazing about watching Oscar is she doesn't conform to that. Oscar is Oscar. Love She's it. found a way to resonate and connect with people in, in the professional wrestling community to the point where when I'm watching the Royal Rumble and I'm watching Raw and I'm watching when that music hits, how the crowd reacts and I'm watching how how she's able, been able to do that even when she was champion she kind of got that championship because Becky had to take some time off and I and I, I always thought she really didn't have a moment or a proper run or 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 a, a, a proper like her and Drew didn't, you know, during the pandemic mm -hmm, era. Mm -hmm, and exactly. that kind of it's it's and it's it was tough for them. They were carrying a mantle in the, the pandemic era. And I really don't think she got a fair shake. So what I'm so what I'm trying to say, the rise of Oscar is her being this elimination chamber match. Um, I, I, it's her time. It's her time to win. It's her time to be in a match with uh, Bianca Belair. And it's her time to win that title and be the first person to beat Bianca in a very long time. I think Real it's time talk. for Oscar to get that, that moment that she deserves, that proper reign, whether she's a heel, whether she's babyface, because mm -hmm. the way Oscar has been able to, to captivate audiences and entertain people and, and, and keep her YouTube channel fresh and do these different things to keep us engaged and keep us interested in her life is, is a, is a very important thing to me in professional wrestling. And uh, as a female wrestler, as a professional wrestler, as a wrestler in general, 
it's 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 really comforting to see. And and I know how much you love Oscar. Oscar uh, is, is in the background of your I was like, um, yeah. of his backdrop right now. So yeah, if y'all didn't what, are, what are your thoughts on Oscar? Why do you why do you like Oscar so much? What was it? What was Oscar? Is it do you connect with her because of because of you guys guys cultural similarities, or what was it for you that made you um that drew you to Oscar as far as her as a performer, professional wrestler, or a talent? Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you guys can't, I mean, if you're listening, you, uh, I'll just describe that she is right behind me. We, you know, the Max do like uh, a few cardboard uh, cardboard cutouts of, uh, you know, of people, of favorite people. And Oscar, she's standing right behind me. She she looking right into your soul. She sure is. <laughs> if, you, if you can watch this, if you can watch this at all. Um, I also have her up on my wall on the other side, too. Um, you know, and it's like, yeah, I know I may be Filipino, but I have been, uh, I do, I have been drawn to Japanese culture. We have uh, gone to Tokyo ourselves and plan to go again and uh, again, and who knows, maybe retire there. Um, so when she first came out, when we watched her on NXT, I was like, just, she was so colorful. She, I was like, she just was like the essence of Japan. Like she, 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 I love the fact that she put like, you could, like if, if, if Evan Mack is American and he bleeds red, white, and blue, I'm like, Asuka bleeds red and white, their flag. You know what I mean? Like she, she just was the essence of it and, she, and it's glorious and she was colorful. And, you know, uh, in the beginning, I don't, I, I'm, I don't think she could speak too much English, but she would practice at it. And he as like, even if she was speaking in Japanese, you could feel her, like her passion, her anger or her, you know, just whatever you might not have known what she was saying, but you were like, oh my gosh, what is she, like, you might even be scared, like, oh my gosh, what is she saying to her, <laughs> like, uh, like, she, and she's a great wrestler, uh, like, you just, you can't deny that she is so good, like, she just knows what she's doing, she makes others look great when they wrestle with her, um, and then, she, you know, she always comes back, like, every time she comes back, if whatever she might have been doing, especially when someone kicked a tooth out, I was very upset, <laughs> Listen, listen, it's neither here nor there. She bounced back with, yeah, with, she bounced with, back. with better pearly whites. She did, she did. Like, perfect, perfect, beautiful teeth. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, whenever she comes back, she always, it's like, it's her, but it's a different her. Like, it reinvented mm -hmm. herself. So I'm like, when she popped out, oh, I lost my, oh, I lost it. She looked so amazing. Oscar, we, listen, Oscar, we love you. Yeah, we love what you do. We love what you represent. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, this is her time. I don't see there's any way, shape, or form she does not win the elimination chamber, uh, February 18th. But we'll we'll get we'll get to that point when we when we run down the card. But I just was just watching and just just watching the crowd. I watched the crowd reaction. That's what I do. It's one of my favorite things to do when I'm at live shows. That's one of my favorite things to do when I when I'm in the privacy of my own home. I like to gauge crowd reactions based on talent at the point at whatever point in time there are in their career or their storylines and oscar is you could call it a pop call whatever the hell you want to call about but call it but it's consistent positive energy thrown her way exactly. and it's yeah, not people don't laugh at her when she's at all speaking japanese or speaking english no one's laughing at her they're 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 cheering her on they're they're, they're laughing they're with her and it's in there and they're engaged with her content. They're engaged with what she does. People, I really do believe people want Oscar to, to grab that brass ring at the, at this WrestleMania, uh, whether night one, whether night two, no matter where you put it in the card, I think people want to see Oscar have that moment. And, uh, the queen from, uh, should I say the empress from Osaka, Japan, uh, she get her due. 
I mean, so, sidebar. I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope the great Oscar is not offended about my story, but you know, when, when, uh, Mr. Mack worked for a previous employer, well, uh, we're in the back. WWE and... girl say it. <laughs> well, you know, I was just, damn you know, it, I don't give a damn. They ain't my fault. They <laughs> told me to kick rocks. I didn't, I didn't you leave. They mean... told me to kick rocks. <laughs> previous employer. <laughs> Um, we're all wrestling entertainment. <laughs> well, we're in that's the okay. Back. I got the I got the brother you know, Asian from Baltimore. Here, I'm gonna roll up on all y'all haters. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, we're brother in, Asian. We're in the back of a show, Evan. You know, doing some some work. You know, the Lord's work. The Lord's work. And um, at one point, at one point, uh, a security guard, sweet sweet lady, came up and was like, he was like, she was like, "Are you Oscar?" And I was like, "Oh my God, I wish." <laughs> And she was like, I was like, oh no, oh no. They were like, oh, they were talking about somewhere she must have parked in the wrong place or something. And she was like, oh, I'm sorry, dear. She was like, I just they told me it was, you know, a girl with with bright pink hair. So like she and she was like, I just I needed to tell you to move your car. Yeah, Oscar, like um, my, my, this listen, this I was so very profily Pennsylvania woman uh, uh, yes. mistake you for my lovely wife. But if you see the shop right here, I'm gonna crap it out. You could see Oscar and my wife in the same shot right now. So, do Oscar's wait. pose. Hold the mask. Do it. Wait, wait. Hold the mask. Other hand. Other uh, hand. No, I thought it was no. See. Do the other hand. Yep. There you go. Now oh, do it. Hold oh. it. Okay. Freeze it. Now, does she look like Oscar, or was this woman profiling? <laughs> now, listen. We know Yo, she was profiling. However, my wife was so happy she was <laughs> was mistaken for Oscar. She didn't give a damn about this woman's obvious. Right. I know. <laughs> yeah, because I did, I did, I did leave out the part where she was like, in a, you know, a, a sweet, a small Asian. She said something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I left that part out a little bit. Oscar, I'm gonna but tell you I was something. Like, we are two different Asian. Cultures. Yeah, she was there. My wife was there. It's like I took her like on a little field trip though. She was being all quiet. I'm telling you, when Oscar was like at the, uh, she was Oscar was like walking by the carry. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Get help to fangirl. Yeah, and I'm over here. I'm over here. Got to be the. I, I got to try to be the professional myself because I really never even met Oscar myself. So that was yeah. my moment. I was like, damn it, she's you know she's she about to wrestle. I can't I mess know. with. I can't. She about to do a little collar and elbow. I can't mess with Oscar right now. <laughs> Very sweet though. Very professional. Very sweet. Said yeah, I had to keep, had to keep it professional. You know what I mean? I didn't have my brother Asian with me, so I couldn't do nothing. <laughs> I lacked confidence, but now that I got the brother Asian. <laughs> I got all the confidence in the world. You see how we went from me like seeing them and then me us be like hey, being friends. I, 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 hey, it ain't, he, don't, he don't know me like that Brother, at hey. all, at all. He's gonna he's gonna make he's he's gonna make us have a road trip back down to Baltimore just dude, so we can no, find listen, that guy. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up the United just me. <laughs> I'm buying like, a hey, ticket. Hey, dude, dude, we, I, I want to be friends with you. <laughs> Listen, I just listen. I'm gonna, I want to interview you. I was that when he was like, when he was like, oh, Anchorman's like, I want to be on you. <laughs> I want to be on you. <laughs> I, I want to be on you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, snap. Oh, I, man. So, hey, we should got, we, we, I'm just, just checking. Yeah, we, we about to wrap it up, but I do want to. I want to check. Let me see if there's anything spicy on dynamite, real quick. I'm, I'm actually looking this up in real time. Uh, I'm actually looking this up at real time just to. Because that's what we do. <laughs> I'm real time and to see what's going on. What y'all got on? What y'all got for your boy tonight? Because I want to do, I do want to chop it up by a little AEW. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, we got something spicy. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. We're going we gonna to bring on running down a little bit. 
Um, but yeah, what what the hell else? I had something on my mind. I really did. I had something on my mind that I was thinking about as far as um as I as I waste time. And uh listen, yeah, I had a listen, I had a ball in Los I had a ball in Los Angeles, man. Oh yeah, that's what I had my mind. What am I doing bearing the lead? LeBron James. Oh man, bro. Yes. What you want me to if say? You can't see him, he is all liquor. Like, this is for the social clipping. <laughs> All-time leading scorer in the National Basketball <laughs> Association for all you sucker MCs out there listening to me. Speaking of goats, speaking of the goat, <laughs> LeBron James, to me, always been the best player alive ever since around 2014. I said he's the greatest of all time. So I've been standing firm on that. My people, my people, my people. But you, you know, you got to get a little backstory. I mean, you, you, what? you what do you want? You, <laughs> you loved him before, even before you said he was the greatest all time, because a lot of people don't realize like right when he went in is right uh, into right out of high school. It's like we were we were in high school, like at the same yeah. time. We're like we're, yeah. we're like close to the same age. Yeah, very close. So I'm like, we've we've had him our whole and tall. Uh, um, adult life, like our whole adult life, and yeah, and, it's, and the thing is, yeah. and I swear to you, I've never LeBron wasn't my guy until he made that decision. That's true. When he, yeah. when he was when he was mm-hmm. when he was his own man, and he chose his family and his thoughts and what he wants to do mm-hmm. to, um, you know what I mean? Like instead to, of the to, pressure of Ohio, yeah, yeah. to the mm-hmm. pressure of what everyone said he's supposed to do. He actually that that's when I was like, I think I like the cut of his jib. Mm-hmm. I like the jib cut. So listen, and I was right in Los Angeles with the plane was leaving. The same time um, Goatman was actually oh. breaking the record and it yeah. was OK. I was like, I, I always dreamt of being at the show, you know, fine if the finances were uh, up to snuff, but they weren't. And, you know, and it was it's, very disappointing. It's but, all good. but with that being said, I was I was in Los Angeles. I was there in spirit. I'm taking the credit for him getting the title because I was there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm the Don't worry. Uh, if the, if uh, we read it wrong, Jenna Riley, if the, the game had been in uh, Oklahoma, I don't know pulled, why the hell I thought the game. Why did I keep putting that game in Oklahoma? What the hell is wrong? Because a lot, like, oh, whenever he brought this up before, a while back, he, you even said this game was in LA. Like, you, you uh, were like, it's going to be in LA. I got serious. Listen, uh, I don't know. I was, I was just, going, I was, I was, I was coming day, off. Yeah. I was, I was yeah. drinking a whole bunch of soju. I don't know what the hell was going on with me. Yeah. Lots of soju. I don't know what the hell was going on with me. But yeah, I do. Okay. There's one match that I do see. It's, uh, that, that's on the, that's on the card AW while I, while I, um, gush over. Cause I'll start, if I start talking about, LeBron, this, this show, yeah, yeah. This, told you that's why I got to save it towards the end because if I start going. I'm over <laughs> Sorry, like, everyone. I stop me. <laughs> I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm <laughs> Shout out to Mercury, baby. I apologize Listen, to all um, the yeah. listeners because I try uh, to imitate um, him. <laughs> the, 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 the match I'm excited to see tonight, I couldn't remember it, but now I see it right now. I'm looking at it right now on my screen. Uh, the, the Acclaim versus the Guns for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. I don't believe it's going to change hands. But what I wanted, I, I did want to take a moment uh, to put over some AEW talent, some young talent. And the Acclaim, they kind of, they, they got a meteoric rise based on fan support, which is great. They're, 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 they're green, but they're green in the best way. But the guns, let me tell you, I, you want to talk about chip off the old block. I cannot tell you how amazing it is to watch the guns every single week on television or That's whenever fun. they're out there. They, they try to put them on every week. Listen, Billy Gunn, your kids, man, <laughs> they... They, I can tell they get the business. They're really getting better in the ring. They're proper heels. They're hilarious. 
I, I, I'm not. Uh, the apple does not fall for the tree. <laughs> I cannot tell you how much I love these young men for real. As far as just professional wrestlers, what I love about wrestling, what I loved about wrestling as a kid, they they invoke those emotions in me. You love to hate them. The guns are. Listen, I, they have to be world champions one day. As far as the tag team, they are. They've been ta- listen. They've been tag team since they've been babies. You know what I mean. So it's just. It's really just cool. There's nothing cool to me but than, than, than connected families in the same business sometimes. When you see a man that's been in the business since I was a kid, then he has kids, and these kids are in the, in the same business, and they're in this cool storyline, even with their dad, and he's fortunate enough to be around to see this. It's just really, really, really cool to see, and, and I know they're going to lose the acclaim tonight. I know they are. However, people, people. It's just good to see the guns, man. Put the keep putting the microphones in the guns' hands. Good things will happen. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I love those kids. So much. I keep looking at the freaking moving graphic right now, and they're just doing stupid stuff in the graphic. <laughs> I can't handle it. Oh, I love them so much. Daniel Bryan's on against Roosh. I still don't know what the hell going on with Roosh, but um, I don't uh-huh. know. I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. The reason why I don't like you, Roosh, is I keep wanting to say Rush. That's your problem. Uh-huh. That ain't my problem. Is it spelled the same? Because I you damn right it's spelled the same. You ain't Neil Kurt. You ain't you ain't you ain't that's a deep cut. That's a deep cut. That's the drummer of Rush. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's a deep cut. (laughs) I mean, honestly, if you say it correctly, shouldn't it be R-O-U? No, listen, he's uh, he's a Spanish brother. Listen, I don't want to I don't want to get into the minutia. All right. So it might be. It might be a Spanish pronunciation. Okay, okay. all right. Okay. It's all spelled right. Rush. I'm a, all right. I'm a, listen, I'm a God-fearing American. I'm <laughs> ignorant. I'm stupid. Please I'm going to call you Rush. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a red-blooded American. <laughs> please, please don't hold it against us, please. Don't be listen. I don't give a damn, damn it. <laughs> You may hope you, you know you put a crack in my arm like a like crack in the liver. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. That's how American I am. I'm Ricky Bobby Talladega Knights yeah, American. I, we rewatched it this past uh, trip in <laughs> LA and I, I keep forgetting I'm like that is probably one of my favorite movies of all like, at least comedic movies of what all time. Oh my it's so God. ridiculous. Just say you like really thin pancakes. That's all I love those things. <laughs> 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 no, no, you put, like, no, you put a crack in my arm like a crack in the liver of the bed. <laughs> That's don't, me. That's me, damn it. So I'm going to call right you now. Rush. So Rush versus Daniel Bryan. Uh-oh, <laughs> Brian Danielson. Hold up. Stop the presses. Brian Danielson, I can't do oh, the whole year. Oh, Let's sorry, be wrong, careful. Let's tread name. softly. Wrong company. We're all in the kidnaps. <laughs> <laughs> he uses his real right, name. Man. Give y'all a little, <laughs> give y'all a little quick one, real quick, so I can get this content out. I gotta get this content. I got a lot of chopping and screwing to do. Chopping and screwing. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm cutting these my damn self, which is a beautiful thing to do. I, uh, my people that are listening to me, I, I said once again, oh, anybody that's out at your boy and, and shouting me out and gave me some love and gave me a mm-hmm. good review, I really appreciate mm-hmm. that. It really means a lot because we're just we're starting something new. We're starting from a different, uh, different space. Yeah. Um, not not as much pomp and circumstance, um, as the last time, but we're, we're we're growing and we're building. We have a couple things planned. We have a couple guests coming up. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. have somebody spicy this month. I guarantee. 
Uh, and I um, just want you to hang in. Anybody that listens to the sound of my voice that has any wrestling thoughts, wrestling takes, wrestling opinions, you guys are more than welcome to come on this show. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted to create a forum and a Rolodex of people that want to come on and talk their ish and not just have me sit up here and gas bag all the time. You guys can come up here and, and speak your mind. While I have this platform, I open it and extend it to you. If you have oh, the yeah. guts, step up to the plate, brother, brother, or sister, sister. If you have the guts before you kick rocks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can come on, but if you don't, you can kick rock. You know what I mean? Y'all get the theme of the show. It's if you don't agree with me, kick rocks. That's what this is about. I mean, yeah, Evan might tell you to kick rocks, but he is okay. inviting you before he tells you oh, to yeah. kick all the rocks. More than welcome. More than welcome to come on the show. I'm not even. It's open hyperbole. forum. That is not oh. hyperbole. I mean, I mean what I say. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, guys, for my wife. Putting her daddy's business in the street. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Uh, for yours truly, all right. Evan Matt, right. uh, the patriarch of this household. Oh, my gosh. Go, the go man to, of this household. Go go follow me on Twitter. The man and, that and runs things. At the Pinot Mac. Okay, just go just, <laughs> you know. And, the and face that runs the place. You can you can you can all uh, begrudgingly, uh, you know, uh, about Evan to me. Okay, I'll take I'll take it. You can just like, I'll like, like this guy. Yeah, I like the girl, you know what I mean? Like, Put her like, over, brother, brother, like, brother, brother. I don't like what he says. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I love y'all, man. Uh, yeah, let's get this out here. We're going to drop this bad boy today. Hot, coming out hot, hot off the presses, y'all. Extra, extra, read all the ballot. <laughs> Thanks for pulling up. Yeah.